Boston Celtics take the Oklahoma City Thunder lightly, and they pay dearly. They get demolished, roasted. Why won't they learn the lessons that keep getting taught to them? Plus, what's going on with Malcolm Brogdon and the bench? What's going on with these guys? It's all right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. And welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'm here for you every day, even after a game like this, with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. The show's also on YouTube. You can watch the show there if you'd like. Join in the comments, even if we're all commiserating after a game like this. It's a growing Celtics community, so subscribe and, and take part there. I'm John Corrales. Uh, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And I'm here for you after the Boston Celtics uh, lose to the Oklahoma City Thunder. 150 points to 117. Wow. Later on, the uh, the bench. I'll spend the third segment talking about the bench. Malcolm Brogdon's on a downward Trajectory, that's got to change. The the other guys, the, the support players were not there in this one, but the bench, it's got to step up. Uh, second segment, the lessons. Why are the Celtics, they know what's happening. They know that they're taking teams lightly. They say the right things after the games. So why don't you learn the lessons? I'm going to talk about that in the second segment. Let's talk about what the hell happened in this game. And it will be lost to history that the Celtics were actually down only one after the first quarter. They were down 34 to 33. They were playing some, some good defense. Uh, Al Horford was playing good defense. They, they, they gave up, uh, you know, a little too much at the rim early on. This is before the, the meltdown, but they were scoring. Well, Jalen Brown in the first quarter had uh, a typical, Jalen Brown, four of seven, 10 points in the first quarter. Jason Tatum came in uh, after a short break and and uh, finished the quarter playing well, nine points, three of six shooting. It was, you know, pretty, pretty decent. Six points for Marcus Smart. He was playing kind of well at the beginning. But Celtics were missing shots, three of 10 from three. They were giving up a little too much at the rim, like I said. The Thunder were attacking. They were aggressive. You can tell right away that they were playing with a purpose. No Shea Gilgis Alexander. And so there was a fear. Now, Tom and I talked about this. And I can't honestly, I can't remember if we talked about it. We must have talked about it after the show because we were going through everything. And we're like, oh, wow. OKC might be a trap game. You just lost the tough one to Jokic and the Nuggets. You've got. Luca and the Mavs coming up and here's OKC and no, no, no Shea Gilgis Alexander. 
And you say, oh boy, here we go. And then we didn't know SGA wasn't even going to play. So we, we originally thought that this could be like a game where you overlook. And in my preview, if you look at my preview on Boston Sports Journal, the live coverage page, I kind of was throughout the preview saying, this, this is not going to be an easy one. The Celtics cannot come out here and take it easy. Uh, the, the subhead was sneaky, tough game heading into it. So I, I knew going into this, this was not going to be an easy game. This is a team in the Thunder that loves to get to the rim. They love to run off turnovers. They love, love to run off misses. They attack the rim. They love to get to the rim. What happened in this game? 70 points in the paint, which is just an outrageous number. 70 points in the paint is just a stupid number. And it wasn't all turnovers because they got 27 points off of turnovers. So 43 points in the paint came in the half court. 43 points in the paint came in the half court. And a lot of them came towards the end of the third quarter. Like the third quarter was the most, I mean, if I, if I want to say, I want, if I'm going to pull the, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. That's it in the third quarter, but the Celtics started out fairly well. They just missed shots. And then in the second quarter, you started to see it. The missed shots turned into, ah, slumping head, all that kind of the body language was bad, bad, bad. And that's where the thunder started to make their run. Second quarter, 40 to 21 in the second quarter, Celtics get outscored 40 to 21. And even then I said, okay, that's, that's bad, but doable. It's not, it's not something you can't bounce back from, but you got to come out strong to start the third quarter. Instead, the Celtics let that lead grow to 25 to start the third quarter. That's, that is where I look at this team and I say, what, what I, I have disgust for what I saw in this game, just disgusted by what I saw in this game, because you can say, all right, they they were missing game missing shots at the beginning, and then that that kind of devolved into we didn't get back on defense. We let them get to the rim too much. All we got to do now at the half, you go into the half, you say, okay, all right, guys, we relaxed a little too much because of the SGA thing. The first quarter, we said to ourselves, ah, we're fine. We're just missing some shots. We just got to go out there, and just keep doing what we're doing, and we're fine. And then in the second quarter. You, you fall apart. And you, okay, okay, okay. Halftime, let's get ourselves together. We know that they're playing hard. They're, they're just outplaying us. They're working harder. They're playing at a speed that is two, three levels higher than us. All we got to do is match it. Don't overreact. Let's go out there. Let's win the third quarter by 10, 12, and, and get into the fourth quarter down 10, 8, something like that. Easy, right? It's a 20-point game at halftime. Teams come back from that all the time. To come out in the third quarter and look as bad as they did in the third quarter, that is no guts. That is no, that is no mental toughness. And people misuse the term mental toughness in sports a lot, and I don't like to use it because of that. But this is, this is where I say it's appropriate. No mental toughness to come out there in the third quarter and say, we're going to get past the thing, that thing in our heads where we said, oh, they don't have their 
all NBA level player. We're going to relax. Malcolm Brogdon after the game said, we took a deep breath and, you know, we, we relaxed. Instead of doing that, or, okay, it happens. Let's just, I'll give it to them. That happens. Fine. Mental toughness is at the break, in a timeout, but at the very least at halftime, you say, well, all right, guys, let's focus here. Let's get ourselves together. We we screwed up that second quarter. We can go get it back. I'm I'm a big proponent of believing if it happens from one side, it can happen to the other side. They put up a 40 to 21 quarter. We can put up a 40 to 21 quarter. That's how I always approach things. If they can do it, we can do it. So let's go out there and do it. To not come out and do it in the third quarter, that's a lack of mental toughness. That's a team that, I don't want to say gave up, but that's a team that didn't have within them that ability, not on this night, to say, okay, you know what? We're going to rise above. We're going to play through the adversity. And this is a team that has been learning to play through adversity. They didn't in this game. They didn't. So they have lessons to learn, and they just they just didn't do it. Why? Why can't they do it? I'm going to talk about that next. First, Bet Online, your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. The line coming into this game was uh, Celtics by 11. 11. That, uh, that did not come to fruition. I hope you took, if you bet the money, if you bet on this game, I hope you took the right side of this. Bet Online has the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. Pro football wrapping up, college bowl season in full swing. We're obviously in the middle of basketball season, almost at the halfway point, plus everything else out there, all the other major sports. If you love sports podcasts, those exist at Bet Online as well. It's always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting information. So head on over to the website. You can use your mobile device to do it. Bet online is where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Make Locked On NBA your second listen every day. I was on the Locked On NBA podcast with Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. Uh, we did. Uh, we talked about the explosion in scoring in the NBA. The uh, the Celtics talked about the Celtics in that one as well. So check it out. And uh, and we talked about Zion Williamson. So Lockdown NBA, wherever you get your podcasts, also on YouTube. So the Celtics got destroyed by the Thunder. This does not mean that Joe Mazzulla should be fired. This does not impact their ability to win a championship. This does not uh, even change the standings a whole lot. They're still in first. Although Brooklyn is right there. Now a half game behind the Celtics, and they have a chance to move into a tie with the Celtics uh, if they win on Wednesday night. So that's not great, but hey, this happens, right? Games like this happen, and it's not it's not that you want it to happen, but bad losses happen. So I acknowledge that bad losses happen. This, like I said, was a trap game in a lot of ways. Very easy to see that this was going to be a tough one and that the Celtics could get caught up in this. 
Okay, fine. However, 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 this doesn't mean that the Celtics are off the hook. Because a game like this, even though there are circumstances that you say, okay, yeah, I understand. And yeah, sometimes this happens. The Celtics know that they can't put themselves in this position. Jalen Brown said it after the game. And he was very candid. Again, and these guys love to say the right things after these games. They're good at it, but they're not great at processing this. Jalen Brown after the game says, you come out, you take it for granted, and that's what happens. And we probably had it coming to us. We came out our last couple of games. We pick and choose when we want to play. We weren't connected. We didn't have each other's backs out there. Uh, and, and those young boys came out to play, made us look bad. They embarrassed us. They kicked our ass. And later on, he said, for whatever reason today, we let go of the rope completely, which I haven't seen from our team in a long time. You can't come out and expect teams to just give it to you. Teams are coming out. They're ready. They're amped to play. And we're thinking that they're just going to stroll out there, uh, that we're, we're just going to stroll out there and figure it out. I mean, great, great quote. Very candid, it seems. And absolutely true. 100% absolutely true. You cannot pick and choose when you're going to play. You cannot come out there against this team, any team, and give this kind of effort. In the NBA this year, this year especially, bad teams, quote-unquote bad teams, are beating the good teams more often than they have in, I think, maybe ever. These bad teams, like OKC, with bad records... I don't even want to call them bad teams. I don't know if there's an actual bad team in the NBA. Okay, maybe San Antonio, maybe Houston. But I don't, I don't even know about that because these are teams with bad records, but each one of these teams is capable of having uh, a, a, a good performance. Jason Tatum said, we got to get back to our identity. I think when we're playing at the best, at the highest level, we just play faster. 0.5 basketball. Shoot it, pass it, or drive it. Because when we play like that, we are damn near unguardable. So they know it. They know. Why can't they get it through their heads? You know how to play. You're, you're telling us. I've said it on this podcast how many times? How many times? When you play like that, Move the ball, attack, attack first, kick out, shoot second. And I know that's not going to be a universal thing, but generally speaking, attack the rim when they collapse the defense, kick it out, shoot on the kickouts, swing, swing, attack again, sh kick it back out, boom, hit that shot. Play like that, unbeatable. When the Celtics play what Jason Tatum said, that .5 basketball, when the Celtics play that basketball, I am telling you, no team in the NBA is beating that team. If the Celtics play that style of basketball every night, no team is beating that team at its best. There might be some nights where the shooting is off and you have a bad shooting night. Okay, fine, you're going to lose some of those games. But when you're playing like that, you're not losing a series, that's for damn sure. You are not losing a series playing that style of basketball that Jason Tatum said. When you do what Jalen Brown is talking about, 
and not take teams for granted. You're playing unbeatable basketball. That team, that Celtics team at its best, absolutely, I guarantee you, that team playing that way is winning a championship this season. But when they don't play that way, and any kind of variation from that, this team is extraordinarily beatable. It has to be that way or else you're beatable. And it, you don't have to make a million shots. You don't have to shoot 45% from three. You can shoot 32% from three. You can shoot 30% from three. But when you're playing that, that style of basketball, good things will happen. You're going to win more often, much, much more often than not. But when you don't, you let teams in like this. This loss was a lack of humility. It was a lack of respect for the opponent. And it was a lack of appreciation for the opportunity that they have right now. If you had humility, you'd go out there and you'd say, oh, you know what? We can't take this team for granted because we will be beaten if we do that. Humility in this game, if you had the humility, you'd go out there and say, look, we don't, nothing's given to us. We'll go out there. We got to go out there and play our best. Because if we don't, then we we know that we we stand to lose this game. If you had respect for the Thunder, you'd give it maximum effort. To me, I I felt like the ultimate disrespect I ever, ever felt on the court is when another team or another player was not giving me 100%. I would rather lose by 40 with the other team playing its absolute best because at least then I know that's the level I got to get to. You show me the respect to kick my ass and let me know where I need to be. To me, that's respect. I respect you because I know if I play my best, I'm, I'm going to win I'm going to show you what it takes. And also, I respect you and the work that you're doing by playing as hard as I can, by not coming out here and messing around. I have to respect my opponent and say, anytime I face this other opponent, I, I, I'm capable of getting my butt kicked because because of the work that this guy's putting in, the, the, the work that this team's putting in. But show me the respect to play your best and if it teaches me a lesson, then I've got to learn that lesson. But they didn't have that respect. And no appreciation for the opportunity at hand. The Thunder had no Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They're playing a bunch of guys that probably half of you haven't heard of. The Brooklyn Nets are charging. They're making a run for the top seed. This is a win. This is a win you got to take. If you appreciate this opportunity, you say, hey, we have, we have the potential to win a championship here. Here is a win on a platter for us. If we play great, let's go out there and get this win. Let's keep Brooklyn at bay. Let's pile up these wins. Let's build a lead in the standings so we can have the top seed. Let's go out there and get that top seed so we can have home court. 
and play more games at home, home than on the road. Let's get that top seed, get the home court advantage so we don't have to travel as much. We can close out series at home rather than going on the road for a game six. Close these series out at home so you don't have to do that extra trip, that extra travel, that, that reduces your recovery time. Appreciate the damn opportunity that you have. This shows a lack of appreciation for the opportunity at hand. You keep saying you know what it takes to win a championship. This is what it takes. Got to win these games. Got to get that top seed because the entire league is just a mess. Everything's a big jumbled mess. Getting that top seed is super, super important. Yes, losses happen. I'm not going to get worked up about losses that just happen. You're going to lose games. The Denver game, I'm willing to chalk that up. Good effort, bad execution, done, whatever. Denver's great. Jokic is a god. It's going to happen. That's going to happen. Oh, even the Orlando games. Didn't get worked up about the Orlando games. That that happens. It wasn't great, but I can see it. This game, I'm getting worked up. Lack of humility, lack of respect, no appreciation for the opportunity at hand. That's what this game was. To turn that around in the next game, that can change. But in this game, those three things, 100% true, 100% evident. Let's get into the bench. What's going on with this bench? What's going on with Malcolm Brogdon? What's going on with these guys? That's next. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Make Lockdown Sports today your second listen. All the big stories from across the sports world, uh, all in about 22 minutes. And you can get that wherever you get your podcasts. It's a really good podcast. Um, local hosts, local experts. It's great. You're gonna get. You're gonna be really, really smart around the water cooler when it comes to sports talk. So check it out. It's on YouTube as well. The Boston Celtics bench and the role players, but the bench kind of no shows. Grant Williams, zero points, zero for one, no free throws, no nothing. Four rebounds, a couple of assists, three turnovers for Grant, a minus twenty. Sam Hauser, okay, two of six, couple of shots fell, couple of shots fell for him, but mm, two of six. That's not going to get you far. Part of why the Celtics bench was so great was that they're, they they were getting killer shooting from Sam Hauser. But Malcolm Brogdon, 4 of 12. He scored 17 points because he got to the line eight times. Okay, that's fine, but it was a minus 21. 17 points. Okay, but non-factor out there to me. And he continues to, to to struggle. I posted on Boston Sports Journal his game score, the trends for his game score, which is a catch-all kind of uh, a stat that it's not something you rely on a ton, but it gives you a good sense of how a player played over the course of a game. And the game score for Brogdon has dropped significantly to from a high uh, on... December 10th to right below or right about the position average. So he went from uh, playing way above to, you know, pretty high levels in the middle of December, slowly dropping, 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 dropping to being basically an average point guard, which is not 
Not what you want from Malcolm Brogdon. And in a game like this, Brogdon is supposed to be the guy, the, the leader off the bench. Talks about the bench being, hey, we got a bunch of starters on this bench. Brogdon's supposed to be the guy that goes, okay, you know what? I've been around a little bit. Horford does this too, but Brogdon has the ball in his hands. And he's out there with second unit guys for the most part, starting these second quarters. He's going to be the guy that's like, okay, we're not going to do this. We're, we we got to rise above. He's going to be the guy. Because if Tatum or Brown can't do it, then the bench has to step up. You're supposed to have each other's backs. Okay, the starters aren't getting it done. The bench has to come in and get it done. We got to be the guys. You can't all it can't all happen at the same time. Sometimes it's going to, I get it, but it can't all happen at the same time. The second quarter numbers are where this is just incredibly evident. In November, the Celtics offensive rating in second quarters was 128.8. 128, basically 129 points per 100 possessions. That's their second quarter quarter offensive rating. December overall, 111.8. So it drops by 10 points. In the last 10 games, it's down to 100.8. So basically a 20-point drop per 100 possessions. So they went from winning second quarters in November by 9.3 points. That was their net rating to losing them by 6.8 points per 100 possessions. So it's a 16-point per 100 possession swing in second quarters. The Celtics, at the beginning of the season, were kind of like rolling along in the first quarter, and then, boom, second quarter comes in, lay the hammer down, set the tone there, move forward, get those wins. First quarter, and then nowadays, and then second quarter, collapse. Just completely cratered. And it's tied as Malcolm Brogdon goes, the bench goes, and their second quarter production goes. I don't know if it's Joe Missoula that has to tweak something. I don't know if it's Robert Williams coming back. He missed this game to right knee, uh, left knee uh, injury management, which we talked about on the podcast yesterday. Uh, they said it's not soreness, it's just precautionary. I still feel like they wouldn't have sat him out if he said he was fine. Like like I said, they they keep asking him, "Are you good?" And if they, if he said he was, if Robert Williams said he was fine, then I think he would have played. Maybe I could be wrong. I very much could be wrong. Maybe they have some sort of measurements and you know whatever biometrics that that tell them, "Hey, he says he's good, but mm, his his recovery isn't going exactly well." Maybe there's a scan involved somewhere that. That show them, no, 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 we're going to just give him a day off. We'll see. We'll see if he plays against the Dallas Mavericks. If it continues then, then there's, I think, time to be concerned. Right now, not a, not a concern. But the point here is, does Robert Williams join the bench, stay on the bench, and kind of boost the bench that way? Or does he start and you move Derek White to the bench and that boosts and you have two, you, you just have that extra ball handler there. However it goes, whether it's that or it's just Malcolm Brogdon saying, hey, we got to figure something out on our own, and, and he takes it upon himself. Whatever it is, 
if it's a lineup tweak, if it's different combinations, Celtics got to figure this out. That bench was supposed to be a strength. And if it's not, then the Celtics are right back in the position they were last season, which is they're going to rely way, way, way too much on Tatum and Brown. If they do that, then those guys are going to just, they're going to lose their legs and you're not going to, it's not going to go well. They got Brogdon for a reason. And his reason is to boost the bench. That's what they need. So that's it. I got nothing else to say about this game. It's a disappointing one. And very clearly, I think that this is a loss that could have been avoided. And it's, it's one that while I'm worked up for sure, because of the things that I said before, because I think the lack of the lack of respect and the lack of humility and humility is the word that Joe Mazzulla used. That stuff is, it, it bugs me. It bugs me. It, it bugs me more than any sort of lack of effort. If you come out and you just kind of like say off night teams come out. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you lose by double digits, the bad teams. You just had a, a bad night back to back three games and four nights in, in the energy wasn't there. I can I can accept that. I, I actually I can't accept that. The 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 lack of humility, the the lack of respect for the opponent, that kind of stuff, that bugs me. And that that's that's where I get worked up. Celtics can be better. Celtics are better. And this is this is my last the last point I'll say is getting worked up about a team like this, like this, this way. It's because they can obviously be better. They're the number one team in the in the in the league right now. And they they can be so good. They can just the the effort the, the 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 play that we saw against the Thunder is nowhere near indicative of how good they can be. They can be a championship team this year, but not not like this. Not playing like that. They gotta they gotta take these lessons to heart and understand. There's a very specific way to play to be as good as they need to be. And if you don't play that way, you're just not that good. You're not that good. You're unbeatable playing a certain way. You're very beatable playing basically any other way. Celtics head to Dallas. So do I. I will be podcasting from Dallas the next couple of nights. So subscribe and uh, maybe I'll be able to hop down onto the floor over there uh, in Dallas and podcast from the arena. That would be fun. I always love doing that. So check it out. Great, great time for you to uh, subscribe. Even watch the show on YouTube. Check out the uh, the fun backdrops there. Never know who's going to drop by the podcast. Uh, so, yep, subscribe there. Join the comments. Join the uh, the growing Celtics community there. Share the podcast if you want to tell your friends, and family, and everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day.